Hey everyone, this is Kelvin. Welcome to episode 62 of Res Metal Podcasts. On this episode, I speak with Jacqueline Yapa. She's an artist from the Diné and Walatoa uh, Pueblo tribe. Um, Jacqueline was nice enough to talk with me and uh, we kind of get to know her art background. And also she made a survey for native indigenous metalheads a few months ago. So we talk about that as well. And she also did artwork for Merciless Indian Savages um, song, Scorched Earth. So she gets to talk about that. And then kind of after those questions, we kind of go into some uh, fun questions. We kind of talk about our favorite metal album art, uh, albums in general, uh, band logos, band t-shirts. Yeah, just a really cool, um, you know, just a geek out session at the end. But um, yeah, I want to shout out um, Dirk uh, Whitebreast. He's uh, a listener of the podcast who kind of recommended I reach out to Jacqueline to talk about the survey and um, yeah, just to get to know her art background. Um, But yeah, I really hope everyone enjoys this episode. And um, I I, uh, recently recorded a couple episodes uh, this week, so I'm going to be releasing them uh, within the next few weeks. Next week, I'll uh, release the Mutilated Tyrant and Band interview. And then the following week, I'll uh, release the Silver Talon Band interview as well. I took a break for the past few weeks of doing podcasts. I think I was just getting a little burned out. Um, I was doing this pretty much like weekly episodes uh, ever since January and kind of just, yeah, burned myself out. And then uh, on top of that, uh, I had a a family uh, gathering at a graduation. I went to, um, attended my nephew's graduation in um, New York, so kind of gave myself a break from doing podcasts and kind of re-release some old podcasts but um yeah I'm you know looking forward to doing more talking to more bands if anyone has any you know suggestions you know let me know uh, I have some in mind but um you know I'm, I'm always like down to you know incorporate uh, ideas from um, listeners all right I'm going to play the interview thank you yeah <laughs> Yat Asha A, Jacqueline Yapa Yinishia, Kaidane Inishlin, Dol Johanna A, Bashashin, Kitlachini A Dashache, Klugadane A Dashanele. Good evening, my name is Jacqueline Yapa. I am of Navajo uh, descent and Walatoa, uh, Jemez Pueblo. Um, I was born in Albuquerque, New Mexico, but kind of raised back and forth between Albuquerque, Newcomb, New Mexico, and Jemez Pueblo. Awesome. Yeah, thank you for introducing yourself, uh, Jacqueline. Um, but yeah, thanks again for talking with me. And I kind of came across your uh, work the, from that survey that you um, kind of put out earlier this year. But um, can you kind of tell everyone about your art background, kind of how you got into art, the art that you're doing now? Yeah, so... Um... My art background started like ever since I was just a little little baby. Um, I grew up in a family full of artists, um, and then more um, like 
more personal. My dad is an artist, so I grew up with him just uh, being in his creative mindset um, while he does his thing. He would go out to different art shows to sell his work. He does paintings and wood burnings. So um, if I was around him, he would like had me a pencil or, you know, try to inspire me to create something. Um, I guess even in, um, you know, like elementary school back way back when um, a lot of uh, well, I guess not just in elementary school, but I guess my grade school years, a lot of teachers uh, saw potential in me um, in a creative way. So they would always like encourage me to um, enter into art contests or encourage me to join the art club or um, have me do like different creative things that they thought would help me, which in the end it, it did. Um, so with that, with teachers encouraging me, um, I had this one teacher back in high school, uh, her name was Miss Worth and she had encouraged me to apply for a job, uh, here in Albuquerque for that hires youth artists. So, uh, at first I was like iffy because I, at the time I was 16 and, um, I didn't even like a job in my mind didn't like cross it yet. And especially like in art or like, I kind of like doubted myself that like, there's a lot of good artists, you know, why would they pick me? But I just pushed through it and I got that application in. Um, eventually I got a call back, got an interview. And I've been with this program, ALMA, uh, which stands for Apprenticeships for Leaders in Mosaic Arts. I've been with those guys ever since, and I'm still working with them today. Um, and that program has really helped me a lot in like the fact that it's not a regular job. Um, they encourage us with workshops on how to, you know, do trainings like CPR or how to um, handle your financial business. Um, like they would bring in mentors that would help with our questions or something like that. We would do field research for our um, projects. Um, let me rewind a bit. I forgot to tell you what um, the, the, the work is. So the work is creating mosaic murals out of tile, so clay tile. And we would make the clay um, tiles ourselves, handmade. We would glaze them ourselves, fire them ourselves, and install them ourselves. So. Uh, the first year I worked there in 2016, we worked on the Albuquerque Convention Center. So if you ever take a trip there, there's all kinds of tile mosaics on the wall. That's this program that I'm working with. Um, so yeah, we do mosaic murals and uh, still working there as a lead apprentice this time. Um, and then from there, I just kind of um, was questioning what I wanted to do, uh, like towards the end of high school. Um, what do I want to go to school for? What do what do I want to do? And um, I had family members um, who have gone to different colleges here in New Mexico, and one of them stuck out 
which was IIA, which is the Institute of American Indian Arts um, down in Santa Fe. And I had cousins who had gone there. Um, I had talked to uh, my cousin, Kathleen Wall, um, and about the school. And she has like a lot of good things to say about it. And I wasn't too sure about it until I actually went there. I went on a field trip with my Native American um, history class. Mm-hmm. Um, and keep in mind that I went to like um, public school in Albuquerque. So like all these Native classes that I have taken were like through Indian Ed in APS. So anyways, we went down to um, Santa Fe. We took a trip there. They gave us a tour around the studios and what they stood for and what kind of, you know, um, and looking around, I see all kinds of different art, um, indigenous art. And we went to their museum, uh, the contemporary, the the contemporary museum of Native American art. And I have never seen anything like that before, like just mixing um, your indigenous identity with um, with the now, with what's in front of you, or um, you know, just kind of speaking your truth of being a, um, I guess, a modern native at, at, around these times. So that those those artworks hanging up really inspired me and kind of like like sparked something. Like, hey, you know, I have a lot of uh, cool ideas. Maybe you know, one day my artwork my artwork could be in here and inspire another person as well to keep doing what they're doing. And so I applied to IA and um, at the moment I'm getting my um, bachelor's of fine arts, um, specifically studio arts, um, more specifically in painting and ceramics. So um, yeah, ever since I was, I first uh, got there uh, right after high school. So in 2018 of August uh, was my first semester. Um, and I've just met a lot of great people there. All the teachers there, professors there are incredible. They help inspire me um, every time I get a chance to talk to them. Um, and it's it was like a very different environment from being, you know, um, at a public school uh, where you're not seen, where there's like five native kids in your school and it's just very different. So I felt um, some sort of empowerment at that school, which helped encourage my art to go further. Um, So I guess kind of flash forward to now, um, I'm a senior. Uh, This upcoming semester is my last. Um, I would have graduated last semester, but I had gotten my certificate in business and entrepreneurship instead. So kind of like delayed the bachelor's a semester, but it's all good. Um, and so, yeah, now I am creating my own stickers, I'm getting prints out and I'm realizing, you know, all this potential I have, especially like with my unique ideas, like um, just a lot of encouraging people around me. Yeah, you, me- you mentioned the sculpting and the mural uh, art. Um, what other types of art mediums um, have you kind of used or what, what is your, I guess uh, another question too is like, what is your preference as to 
uh, doing like an art medium, like is it painting or sculpting or digital yeah. art? So it's really whatever I can get my hands on, whatever I can learn, whatever I can use to make art, I will try to use it. So far, I have done paintings, digital paintings, animation, um, then working with ceramics, so with clay, building mosaics, sculpting with clay, um, drawing with pencils, pastels, uh, using watercolor. So like all these different mediums, like um, they're really fun to use and they're really fun to mix together. So like, and I'll, also I've been wanting to do like some claymation, like get a little technical and focus on something like that. Um, and I've been wanting to work with um, like more sculpting material, but I have yet to like learn how to use the tools properly or what tool that is best for um, a material to use. So yeah, just at the moment, um, I've just been doing digital stuff, um, paintings and working with clay. Okay, that's awesome. And um, like, uh, oh, uh, what what are kind of like your inspirations or influences for creating art? Yeah, so um, growing up, I um, grew up with um, metal parents, so heavy metal parents. Um, and growing up around that, there was a lot of CDs and album art. So look, I looking at the album art and looking what's inside. Uh, I feel like has inspired me a lot. And especially with like, um, since I surround myself with like a lot of metal stuff, I have a lot of that imagery that's just kind of like in my head. And um, so that's a big influence. Another influence would be just like um, uh, traditions or like nature and family members that uh, just basically what's around me all the time. Um, for my art, I like to create like spooky creatures that are also like beautiful with either they're just black and white or I can fill them with um, beautiful blends of color. Um, yeah, but all those components um, are like the ingredients to like my artwork. It's <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah, we'll get into the artwork for like metal albums uh, in, uh, in, uh, a little bit later but um uh, another question was um like um for like your i guess like moving forward after your um your art program like um do you plan on like just you know doing like um like kind of like art for like for a living or do you do you plan on continuing like more education in art or uh, how, have you thought of that? Uh, I feel like I will always keep continue, you know, doing art. Um, after I graduate, I plan to continue school, not necessarily like in the art field, but I would like to learn more about um, uh, the study of plants, uh, specifically their medicinal uses. Um, because I feel like there's a, with me and like nature, there's a strong connection, but like, I would like to go out into nature and be like, oh, that's so-and-so plant and it can help this, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and teach others that 
you know, there are medicinal plants like around us. And, um, and then eventually, like after I do that and I have more research in plants, um, I would like to continue to build up, um, like go back to like art as the main thing and build like a program similar to um, what I'm working with now. So Alma, similar to that, but specifically for um, native youth. And so that way they're able to do art in their community to provide them art, like assuming I can provide them like a, a safer space or um, giving them something to do instead of doing something um, else um, that might not be so good and just give them an outlet, provide them with tools and with the program too, like there are um, grants out there funding for stuff like that. So maybe like um, like this program I'm working with were funded through grants. So, um, and that's how uh, we get paid. So, you know, doing that, but for like the native youth. Oh, that's, that's really cool. Yeah, definitely. Native youth need, uh, need to, you know, find something to keep them occupied just because not a lot, not everyone is into basketball and rodeo, and, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. like how it is on the res. So I, I know they're, I guess, speaking for myself, I kind of fell into that like skateboarder um, metal kind of category. And yeah, I think for sure having some kind of outlet for young people is definitely needed. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, I forgot to mention, um, actually, my, my dad went to IAIA in the mid-70s. And um, mm. yeah, so I think uh, I, I always thought that was cool that you you go in there. It's a really cool program. Um, I haven't been out there, but uh, that's kind of where my, I guess, my dad became a painter. I think he was mostly just drawing, like, pencil for a long time. But then he kind of honed in on, like, painting. So that's how that's that's cool you're almost done with your program out there um, yeah um if you ever get the chance you know like the end of this semester so like around december december uh where that's when the senior exhibition is and if you ever get the chance you know i'll post you know when it is and stuff but um that'll be a time to come out awesome hell yeah um I'm just going to kind of like transition a little bit about the survey that you put together. Uh, that's kind of how I came across your work. Um, can you kind of talk about how you came up with it and kind of uh, the background behind that survey? Yeah, so um, since I'm a senior at I, we have to focus on something, you know, it can be anything. And I, for the longest time, I was like struggling what I wanted to do because this is a topic you have to stay with your whole year. And you have to write proposals on it and you have to do a lot of research on it. And so it's something, you know, um, that should be close to your heart. So as I was like, you know, thinking, I was like, dang, should I do this? Should I do that? And I'm like, what's something I'm really passionate about? And um already you know like um in my past years i have already brought up like my my love for metal and i wear my battle vest on my all the time and i have merch that i wear all the time so um you know i thought about that and i was like huh there you know um thinking about the connection between metal and mental health um then that's when it kind of 
um, clicked for me because um, even looking back on myself um, growing up, you know, I I was very um, antisocial. I was very excluded from everyone else. I just didn't want to. Uh, I just didn't want to be at school. I, I didn't fit in with the kids, um, and I just didn't want to be there. So um, I turned to music, and the music I listened to the most was heavy metal. Uh, whether it was um, like Led Zeppelin, Corn, or something heavier like Uwada or um, or Rick Mortis, you know. So turning to something like that and so i thought hey you know there's a lot of natives i see either at the grocery store at shows even uh, or even just walking around you know though someone has a metal merch uh t-shirt or something of the sort and um so every time i talk to you know my closest uh either friends or family members or family friends and they do like metal um they always talk about how it helped them um deal with a situation and so um i thought about different things of why it helps uh, especially going to shows and so i thought hey might as well do my project on this because I'm passionate about it. So how heavy metal helps with mental health specifically in indigenous people. And I say specifically indigenous people because there's a lot of representation with, you know, other ethnicities and where do you see the natives? And so I just thought um, just specifically us because there's a lot to be accounted for. Uh, so uh, that's my project. Uh, my project is that I have to make uh, four ceramic figures um, and four paintings and four of each because I am representing an emotion uh, a metal head could have or just somebody listening to metal could have while listening to the music. So happiness, sadness, aggression, or even excitement. So I'm trying to depict those emotions through uh, sculpting in clay and painting. Uh, so um, I wanted to do more research about it since there's not a lot, uh, especially when it connects to heavy metal and mental health. Although there is some, there's not a lot. So I wanted to do my own research. And so I started a survey and I tried to uh, share it on social media and let it like spread to get as many responses as I can from fellow native metalheads. And um, to my surprise, I got more than what I expected. And it was, uh, I got about 130 replies wow. in that time. And yeah, it was really, um, it was really something because that tells you like in that amount of time, because I released it around uh, the beginning of May and then about um the end of may is when i had to cancel the subscription so between that time frame a lot of people took that survey and um and reading the responses were were pretty cool too to see how it affects them in different ways and so um when doing the survey my questions were to let's see let me find my questions my questions contain like um, like different metal, like name different heavy metal native bands, you know, or um, what tribes are you from? How old are you? 
where are you from? And just taking a, a pull of like, what type of heavy metal music or what type of heavy metal bands do you listen to? And then towards the end, asking them if they would like to do a Zoom interview, um, going more in depth of, you know, their relationship with metal, because I feel like even though they wrote it down, you know, people can get lost in their words while talking and you can just feel their expression and emotion towards what they're saying. Um, so uh, for those who responded yes to that, I'm really excited to um, set up those meetings with them. Um, yeah, but there's not that much questions because I did go under like the free the free serving monkey thing and it only allows you like 10 questions. So, <laughs> uh, but, but the... The research results I got back are, are more than enough for me right now. So that's good. Um, and there were like the tribal affiliation, like just to name a few, there's like Navajo, Klinkit, Kochiri, Akuma, Hamas, Cherokee, Ogallala, Laguna, Haida, Lakota, Ute, Apache. You know, that's just some of them. Um, the age, the ages, uh, 36% um of the people who answered were in between the ages of 18 and 24 uh 38 percent were between the ages of 25 and 34 and then 10 percent was 35 to 44 and then less than 10 percent were like 45 to 54 and 55 to 64 so um a lot of ages spread out and that's pretty cool I have a question. So in your survey, you asked people to name some native native bands that they know of. Um, were what kind of responses did you get there? Were you uh, were there bands that you knew of or didn't know of, or did you like investigate those bands? That's that, that was a really cool, interesting question you put in there, but what kind of responses did you get for that? Yeah, so um, there was a lot of bands that I did not know of um, because, like, when you look up, like, res metal bands or native metal bands, you know, they're not the first thing that pops up on Google. You know, you literally have to go through social media, this profile to this profile to find um, the bands. Um, but there were some that I did know and some that I have seen before. And let's see, just to name a few, uh, there's Black. Black Braid, Res War, Warpath, Signal 99, Graves of the Monuments, Suspended, I, Ocean Harvest, I Don't Conform, Under Exile, Dying Tribe, Testify, Death Mancha, Six Million Dead, and um, what does that say? Oh, and then like the rest was like, um, like Anthrax or Testament, you know, uh, like the, the, the leads. Um, but those were like the like the I guess like the res metal. I have seen Warpath. Um, they were they recently played at the Gathering of Nations, um, and they were really good. They're really good. Uh, I've seen Death Mantra before up in Gallup. They're pretty good too. Um, I've seen Suspended multiple times, and I freaking love those those girls, man. They fucking kick ass. Awesome. I got a chance to talk to them uh, not too long ago. Super nice. Very, very cool people. Yeah, I saw them. Well, the first time I seen them was at Gathering of Nations and I had started 
um, I was one of the people to help start their little tiny pit. <laughs> and then I saw him recently at the Headbangers Market that happened um, a couple weeks ago. Nice. Yeah, um, that's that's really cool. Uh, yeah, I've heard of some of those, but yeah, you're right. It's kind of a niche underground like scene. It's kind of like a, you know, you kind of just get bands by word of mouth or by going to local shows. And uh, But luckily, yeah, with um, social media, it's easier to find those uh, res metal bands. Um, one of my resources is um, the Metal Archives, and it's called like Encyclopedia Metellum. Uh, I, I go there a lot. I try to submit bands to, to get archived in that site, but that's usually a good one for, for finding bands. Um, yeah, I like looking over there too, and they have a lot of information. And I'm glad you try to put in those bands because a lot of them need to be recognized. Yeah, yeah, I've been getting a lot of rejections there. There's, whoever those uh website whatever hosts are they're hard to please so i'm trying damn um but yeah that's really cool that's uh i like that um how you came up with that survey and hearing the responses that you got um yeah like i i i filled it out i don't remember what i put but um uh i guess my my relationship is to the music i'm not a musician but i feel like ever since i discovered the internet i've always read interviews or read album reviews or anything related to like fan um content i i'm, I'm always a fan of and even like now i i feel like i'm trying to do that with this podcast and trying to create like interviews and try to do reviews and stuff like that i'm like um yeah i'm just like really into that that part of the I guess the scene i'm kind of like more like of the i'm not a journalist but more like someone who reviews and someone who like you know tries to recommend stuff yeah i'm gonna go ahead and move on to the next thing um well, we kind of already talked about the your exposure to metal music but um one thing i wanted to ask about that was um was there like a was there like a certain band or a certain image that really kind of stood out that really like influenced you to the point where you know you you're doing art now or that you're still influenced to this day like was there a band or a particular like image that really influenced you um a band that influenced me i would say is um seeing testament out um live like up and close for the first time um just that energy that that stuck with me um and then an imagery uh would just be like eddie the head um iron maiden like all of all of that all of the art um it stick it stuck with me and like um doing like when working on that album art i did a lot of research and i um i saw the importance of how you know album art is to the album or to the song because it does really stick with the people um so yeah um i at first though i started off with like the lighter i would say lighter stuff because um my mom had put on like Linkin Park, Corn, Rob Zombie, uh, Chevelle, 
um, Metallica, Static X, so stuff like that. And that was like like um, like everyday music for me. And then I started to like get more uh, deeper into it, you know, more into thrash or more into death metal. Um, when after I saw um, Soulfly in concert, and that also like like was a turning point because I think that was like my second live metal show, and um, I was more. Um, I would say free there because I wasn't so like tense and like, what if someone sees me? You know, I just, I saw um, a girl actually, like I was probably like 15 at the time or 14. And I seen this girl. And while I was having all those thoughts, like, oh my gosh, I'm tense. And like, someone's going to see me if I like headbang or like, you know, being self-conscious. And I seen that girl, she gave no fuck. She didn't give like one one hell and anyone was looking at her she was headbanging and doing all that stuff and um she was an older lady too and I was like dang I want to be carefree and so I was carefree ever since every time I go to a show I'm in the mosh pit every time I'm at a show I'm headbanging or like um yeah and I just go with the music like every time I'm at a show now it's just me and who's up there on the stage that's cool. Yeah, I can definitely relate to that. When I was younger, I would love the mosh, but not anymore. I I broke my foot in a mosh pit. I saw Machine Head in Phoenix uh, about two years ago, and ever since then, I'm like, yeah, it's not for me. Wow. Uh, but yeah, I still go, but I still just, I try to get as close as possible, and I'm one of those annoying, like, assholes that, like, hold their phone up and record, so <laughs> I'm sorry for people who I blocked their view, but yeah, that's kind of like what I like to do now. Um, but yeah, you mentioned the artwork for that that you did for MIS, Merciless Indian Savages, for the song Scorched Earth. Uh, how did that come about? Uh, yeah, so um, I had actually reached out to them about merch. And I think that, I think, I think, I think that led them to like look at my profile more and to like look at the artwork i do and then so um they they came with like another message like hey um do you do commission um we are putting out a single called scorched earth and um if you do you know what's your rate and so i was like "Ooh, yay i always wanted to do um album art i always wanted to do it and i'm really happy those guys came up to me and asked me i was like yeah um yeah i can do it um i just need your inf the information for it what's the song about you know can you send me the lyrics and they sent me everything they're really um they really gave me all the information i needed to uh, create this piece and while working with them i gave them like pre-sketches to like choose the direction they want to go in and since this song is about um, Kit Carson's scorched, scorched earth policy, you know, it's, um, you know, it's going to be a lot of fire and a lot of um, destruction. So uh, I wanted to portray that in like a not so, uh, I guess, a violent way. And so we agreed on doing, you know, just like the hands and I made them like not pretty for a reason because, you know, like that could be the dis destroyer's hands and the burning world is in their hands because they made it like that so um 
also in choosing the colors, I went off um, uh, Megadeth's Peace Cells. I followed that um, color blend because I really liked how, um, who is it? How Edward Ripka, he's the artist for that album cover. I like how he uses his colors in there. Um, so yeah, it was really fun working with them. Uh, it took me a while because I was uh, towards the end of my semester, um, but they were very uh, flexible with me. Also, they, uh, they had sent me some merch, which I love. Um, and I always, like, they played in Gallup, uh, I think like a couple months ago or something, and I wanted to see them there, but I missed them. So hopefully they play somewhere near Albuquerque soon because <laughs> their new song is fucking fire. Yeah. I'm looking at the art right now. Um, yeah, you got the hands depicted and then the earth, um, scorched, and then you got the corn stalks. That's really cool um that's uh that's interesting i didn't know that you chose the color based off of uh megadeth it's it's pretty sick um, yeah what about the people in the fire like how, how did you like was that something that from the lyrics or was that something that you kind of added on your own uh i added it on my own um i just thought it was an interesting way to depict what had happened because in that policy they're ordered to destroy people crops and basically anything that can make a person you know like live you know basically destruct other resources so um in the fire i wanted um not so detailed uh people in there to like mention like hey you know it went further than just crops yeah it looks like they're well, I don't know. Uh, I don't want to guess, but it looks like they're doing putting corn pollen out. Is that what you were going for? Or no. Oh, no. Oh, that's interesting, though. I haven't heard that before. Um, no, my intention was just for the for the figures to just reach out. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's really, uh, really. I it just it's just cool. I really like the colors. I think it's probably like the best. Um. But yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah, I hope you get to do more. Um, are there any like bands on like uh, a list that you've like maybe I don't know if you've thought of like doing more, but are there any bands you want to maybe work with in the future or near future? Yeah, um, I definitely want to do more album art because I really like I really love combining my um, love for metal and art and putting it towards uh, especially like a band who's gonna like utilize it. Um, and as far as like having like a wish list for bands, um, I have not thought of it. I just think whoever comes up to me and asks me, you know, um, or like proposes the idea of it and tells me more information, um, I feel like that enough I'd be excited for. Cool. Yeah, I'm a big fan of like album art. Like sometimes I'll just buy something just because I think the album art's cool, but then I'll get burned and then like the album actually kind of sucks, but <laughs> the artwork's cool. But yeah. that wasn't the case for this, the, both the art and the album for the MIS song was badass. I know when I first heard it, like I was listening to it um, with my friend in the car because like they had sent me like um, 
like before it was even out, you know, so we were just listening to it and um, I couldn't like see how long it was or anything. So it was just like going in, like just kind of blind. And like towards the end when they have those like stops, I was like, oh, that's it. And then it keeps going. And I'm like, oh, that's it. And then it keeps going. I'm like, oh my God. I was like freaking out. And I was like, this is going to be the Mosh Pit song. This is it. And I was just really psyched. <laughs> yeah, it was a heavy breakdown. Yeah. Yep. Hell yeah. Um, all right. That kind of leads into the next couple of questions. I wanted to go and talk about some of your favorite metal album artwork. Um, I have a couple too I want to like throw in there, but um, we can go ahead and get into that. Uh, do you want to start or should I start? Or? Uh, yeah, I can say my favorite. Uh, you said artwork? Yeah, like favorite album art, yeah, of a band. Okay. Or, okay. or the, uh, the band and the album. <laughs> okay, so like I like all of Iron Maiden's album art. Um, Derek Riggs, the art artist, he is amazing. He he's a creator, I swear. Um, but the ones I really really like is um, Killers, The Number of the Beast, Somewhere in Time, Life After Death. Um, and then going on to um, Death, Death's albums, um, Scream, Bloody Gore, and Spiritual Healing, and The Sound of Perseverance. Um, and then violence, internal nightmare. So those are the ones I have so far. There's just a lot. Um, they're the way that these different artists come up with different scenarios and um, their own figures, you know, thrash figures or figures is intriguing to me. So, um, yeah. Uh, what's yours? All right, here, I'll show you really quick here. Um... So probably number one, I'll, I'll show you. Okay, this one, can you see this? Oh yeah. Dissection, the Storm of the Lights thing. Nice, I have a patch of that. Yeah, yeah, I got the, the vinyl here. Um, yeah, it's just been like my all time ever shit ever since I discovered this album, like when I was like a senior in high school um yeah i asked my, i asked my dad to do a painting like that so that's like number one and then number two um i don't know if you've heard this one or seen this one. Oh dang no i haven't um, seen it's it's the fallujah album um the flesh prevails uh i just think it's cool like i only i I can't tell you the artists. Um, oh, so the the dissection one that was done by that guy. I think his name is uh, Necrolord. And then the Fallujah. Should should have wrote this down. Um, it's done by Tomas Capra. But yeah, uh, this is cool. Dang, yeah, that is. And then. I don't know. I, this is probably number three. I don't know if you've heard this one, horrendous. Oh, dang! Like it, it, like from like when I first saw it, I thought it was like a face in the sky. It's like um, I don't know. It, it kind of kind of reminds me of Stranger Things for some reason. But, <laughs> for real. But yeah, that one's probably number three. I think the artist, his name is oh Brian Smith. 
And then number, well, whatever number I'm on now, um, I don't know if you've heard this one, artificial brain. Oh no. It looks like a, like aliens like shooting each other. Like there's like a like a like a battle scene or something, like um, like yeah. machines or like aliens shooting each other. And the artwork is by Paolo Garardi. And this one's an example of where I, I bought it just based off the art. <laughs> um, I don't know if you've heard this album, Howl. I have not, but that is pretty cool. The art. Yeah. I wish it was like a fold, like a gatefold, but it, it doesn't fold out, but there's art, more art on the back. Um, yeah, I, I totally just bought this just because of the album artwork. Looks looks cool. I mean, there's a lot going on. It's like, I don't know. There's like a lady with her eyes are bleeding, and then there's like a heart just like pumping blood, like squirting blood. I don't know. There's just a lot going on, and I, I thought it was cool. Yeah, I like how chaotic some of these album art can like get. Like the more you look at it, the more you see. Yeah, and then uh, let me see the artist who did this, Howell. Um, shoot. Ryan Begley. And then I have one more. This one like came out this year, but I, I really dig it. I want to get the record. I don't know if you can see this. Oh, yeah. Um, the band's called Sisyphean. I think they're from Lithuania. The album art's done by an artist named Adam Burke. Um, I like it just because like anything with like DNA or human anatomy, I'm like, I'm, like, I'm into. And nice. the way I interpret this is like you have a, a, a strand of DNA and you have like a man and you have a demon and they're fighting over which genes get like expressed to make the human so like there's like a demon and a man trying to fight over what like genetic sequence will end up becoming the, the human form of that person so i thought that was what i was thinking when i saw it yeah that totally makes sense but but yeah that's that's i just wanted to show that one um let's see here back to uh, okay yeah. uh next one uh let band logos like what kind of i don't know if you've came up with any or have any off the top of your head about your favorite band logos? Uh, death for sure, because that's like really fun to draw. Um, toxic Holocaust. Um, and then I find myself um, like when I'm bored, just like drawing Slayer or Korn. <laughs> oh. Some easy Slayer's ones. classic, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those are the ones at the top of my head. Um, um the one i i would throw well for me i probably emperor just because i like how symmetric it is you know like the like it's equal on both sides and that's um that's how i uh, i asked someone to do the logo for this podcast that res metal podcast logo i yeah. told them to do it like emperor and yeah i the one i got back to it, it's pretty cool because the way the r and the e are uh, actually the R is the same R as the R from the Emperor logo. So that one's probably my favorite. And um, I like Dark Throne. I, I don't know if you've heard of, uh, or if you like At The Gates. Um, yeah. the, the lead singer of At The Gates drew the Dark Throne logo. So that, that I really like that. Oh, um, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And then um, 
at the gates too, like the old at the gates where it looks like there, it's, it looks like a church, like window pane. Um, that one too, I think part of those three would be my favorite like band logos that I can think of. There's part, I think you mentioned some of my, the ones I like, like Slayer and Toxic Holocaust, but for sure those. Um, and then how about top five albums, like metal or non-metal? Um, so let's see. I have The Sound of Perseverance by Death. I can listen, put that on and just like not even change it. Um, Time's Up by Havoc. And then um, Nightmare Logic by Power Trip. And then a non-metal one would be uh 3001 a laced odyssey by um flatbush zombies and they're like uh rap and then um then i would say another one would be um down with the sickness disturbed is nice. that cool yeah because that that album's really embedded in my mind because like whether um because my mom would play all the time like on road trips and stuff so like i could never skip it so i just like learned all the songs <laughs> nice um yeah i like that I, uh, that's a classic that down with the sickness that's probably the only disturbed album i really kind of got into after that i kind of kind of didn't really get into them but yeah definitely down with the sickness yeah um I can give you mine really quick. I guess I think for me, anything Gojira, but probably number one would be um, uh, From Mars to Sirius, that Gojira album. Um, nice. Yeah, that one, like I when I first heard it, like, well, actually, I discovered it because I, I like every time I'm, I get on the Internet, I just read nothing but album reviews. But I read the album review for Gojira and then the way it was described from that, um, the reviewer was like, it's like, um, Morbid Angel meets um, Meshuga, and I was like, oh shit, that sounds badass. So then, yeah, I went ahead and got it. And then probably number two is Machine Head, The Blackening, like that, yeah, I don't even, that that that's like an almost perfect album that Machine Head Blackening album is probably up there with like, um, yeah, just any classic like, like rock metal album. And probably after that, Slaughter of the Soul, like um, uh, by At The Gates. Yeah. And um uh Metallica too. I, I'm like I'm a I'm just a Metallica like fan, more 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 so for their history and like their early albums. So yeah. Um Ride the Lightning, Metallica. And then I guess um another one too would be like that um dissection album that I showed you, the Stone of the Lights game. So those would probably be ones that I really like, probably top five. Wow. Um and then uh how about the favorite concerts attended what would you say your favorites are or top three top five concerts attended uh so i've been to a lot of shows um and i'm only 22. <laughs> uh, and so so far my favorites have been power trip um i've seen them three times um rest in peace riley and then um toxic holocaust um yeah i seen toxic holocaust i think twice um 
the first time I didn't really know them. Then the second time I really knew them. And I was like, oh shit, I know the song. Uh, and I think they were with Gore. So that was pretty cool to see. Um, like, like it was a pretty cool lineup. Um, and then Slayer and Iron Maiden. Um, both of those, I got um, the opportunity to see them in the pit because uh, they were at the Isleta Amphitheater. So uh, I got to get really close and that was really um, amazing to see them, you know, just like right there. I'm like, Bruce, it's me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And then I guess just that, um, that Testament concert too, um, when I first got out of my show. Cool. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. I, I've yet to see Toxic Holocaust. I've always wanted to see them. Damn. I, I... I think they just did a show with Darkest Hour in Phoenix. Um, damn, I really, really want to go to that. Um, and then Power Chip too. That's cool. You mentioned them. I've only seen them once, and that was when they toured with Cannibal Corpse and Gate Creeper. But damn, it sucks. Eh? Uh, uh, yeah, Riley Gale uh, passed. Um, I'm hoping they continue on, maybe with a replacement. But I don't know if they. I don't know if that that that'll happen. But that's cool. I saw yesterday actually that um, the members of Power Trip and the members of some other band are forming another band. So mm, maybe, maybe they're cooking something up. Cool. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, I can't wait to hear that one. Um, I'll tell you mine. I'll, I'll go, I'll, I'll go like in probably my number five to number one. So number five, probably Municipal Waste. I saw them in. 2007 i think it was like my 21st birthday and they played with suicidal tendencies it was awesome it was uh, my first time seeing municipal waste and yeah yeah I, I was like when i was like back in my wild days it was, it was, it was fun that's all i'll say um number three probably metallica i've only seen metallica once and that was when they toured with um, avenge sevenfold and gojira so I'll do like that Metallica show. It was at the Arizona Cardinals stadium. I mean, it's hard to see, but I mean, just the fact that it was Metallica, I'll mention that. And then uh, number three is more recent. The, the Cavalera show where they did um, beneath the remains and um, arise. Like I, I still get chills just thinking about it. Like I recorded a bunch of like songs on my phone and I still like, just go back and watch that. I just, I'm like, yeah, I was just like in awe of what was going on, like um, watching them play those songs. And then, um, yeah, and I was like pretty, I was like really close to the stage too. So that was like just probably one of the best concerts, probably the best show I've seen all year so far. Wow, where was that at? Uh, it was the Cavalera show in Albuquerque um, oh, back in May. Yeah, back in May. Okay, I was there too. I was there too. That was fun. Yeah, I was sick. Like, God damn, I really wanted to go watch that show again. Like, either I think the closest places were like Denver and Phoenix, but I just I couldn't do it. That I really wanted to go back and check it out again. But um, definitely, that was probably one of the best shows I've been to. And then um, I put number two. The first time I ever saw Cannibal Corpse, um, I saw them at the 2006 Sounds of the Underground tour in Mesa, Arizona. Um, yeah, it just, I think I've seen probably Cannibal Corpse like more times than any other band live. So, um, yeah, I, uh, I'm just yeah, a big fan of Cannibal Corpse every time they tour. 
And then I, I put number one, my favorite live show was seeing Gojira on their um, Le Enfant Sauvage tour back in January 2013. Um, they played in Tempe, Arizona. It was um, Gojira was the headliner, the Devin Townsend Project and Atlas Moth. Um, I think just just because it was Gojira. And on top of that, um, the lead singer of Gojira gave the Navajo people a shout out, which um, it's on YouTube somewhere. So if anyone wants to find that, it's really cool. Um, but yeah, those are like favorite concerts I've attended. Nice. Yeah, I think the most um, t um, concerts, I've, uh, like the band I've seen the most would be Soulfly. I think in one year, I've seen them three times. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that I'm, I can relate. I saw them um, back in August when they started their um, tour in Albuquerque. And then I saw that same on that same tour, I saw the last show in, in, in Tempe. Um, that's when they did the, the band go ahead and die. They did the, the go ahead and die live in um, Tempe. And then I saw them in Gallup like just a few months ago. So yeah, so far three times in one year. So I don't know if they're going to tour again this year, but hopefully, yeah, if they do, I'm definitely going to check it out. Yeah. For real. Yeah. They're, they're cool. I've, um, uh we can go on to the next one. Oh, your favorite band shirts you have any favorite band shirts top five um at the moment i have let me see let me actually see if i can get it real quick um at the moment i have this 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 one uh, oh, yeah, yeah and it was their um valentine's day special so that's why it's pink <laughs> Um, and then I have Nervosa, which uh, they came. Nice. Uh, yeah, and that was my first time seeing them. And, oh, I really love those guys. And then my other one would be Municipal Waste. This one glows up in the dark. Yeah, and then um, then I just have my um, Power Trip tea that I got at the show when I saw them. I oh, guess. hell yeah back in 18 2018 and then i have like other merch too like every time i go to shows i try to get merch or like every time um i see some cool art design i try to yes. cattle decapitation yeah up. and then this one gojira oh um, nice the um, the tour shirt for the death tone show yeah so oh yes and then um have the vest Oh yeah. <laughs> so those are my favorite. Cool. So yeah, I try to like stock up on merch, um, whether it's like beanies, um, shirts, patches, stickers. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'm, I have that. I have that same thing where if I go to a show, I gotta like. Usually, like I try to get something from the band I want to see, but if there's like a band that just like totally just I didn't know about that just like kick ass i'll just i'll i'll um get something from them um but yeah i'll show you mine really quick here um so i don't know if you've heard of chimera oh no i haven't oh uh, chimera they're a metalcore band from like the mid 2000s they broke up but um i'm trying to like collect chimera shirts and i have two so far but this is the album cover for Resurrection. So Chimera, Soil Work. Um, I'm a big like fan of 
bands from Sweden, like At The Gates, In Flames, Dark Tranquility, um, and Soil Work. Uh, I saw them in Tucson um, back in 2013. So this is where I got that one. Oh, this is the Cavalera. Like, I, yeah. Uh this is like, um, I kind of wish that they put the tour on the tour dates on the back instead of the tracks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this one's cool. I like this one better than the tour shirt. And then this is the show I was telling you about the one that I saw cannibal corpse for the first time. I don't know if you could see the lineup back in the back. Um, oh, damn. Uh, cannibal corpse is right here. But, um, as it lay dying was the headliner in flames, trivium, guar, Cannibal Corpse, Black Dahlia Murder, Behemoth. Um, yeah, this was the 2006 uh, Sounds of the Underground. Yeah, fun show. And then this is like probably my all-time favorite, this Death Clock shirt. Um, you know, the artist uh, Mark Riddick, the artwork. Um, yeah, I, I saw them with, um, uh, it was Death Clock. It was 2012. I think it was with like Machine Head and Black Dahlia Murder and All That Remains yeah um yeah this is really cool i had to hunt this down because when i went to the show i didn't have enough money to get the shirt i only had enough money to buy beer and <laughs> and um i found this um like facebook group where people sell their merch and so um i saw this i'm like i immediately it, I, I think I, I found it last year so it took me like almost 10 years to find this shirt um so yeah that's like my favorite Wow, you're so lucky you got to see them. I want to see Death Clock. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. I think they're gonna play again, but I think I think they're only gonna do like festival um, appearances, uh, not necessarily a tour. Yeah, sad. Yeah, they're they're, they're cool. Um, and then last one, I put top five favorite native bands. I think you mentioned a lot of them on that. Um, responses to the survey but um just off the top of your head do you have any like like top five um i don't conform suspended uh merciless indian savages um and those are my oh there's a when darkness falls that's that's another one um i don't know if they're still playing together or not but when i was uh growing up my mom took me to one of their like uh underground shows and um, that was pretty cool seeing them do their thing oh nice yeah i've never known darkness falls where are they from i haven't heard them um i'm not sure exactly where all of them are from but i know that they played in albuquerque like they play in albuquerque um i'm not like again i'm not sure if they're still together but uh, they were a good band okay cool um yeah i don't I don't know if I have a top five. Yeah, those are cool. I definitely, everyone should check out those bands. Um, I don't conform, suspended, MIS, when darkness falls. Um, I would say for me, um, six million dead. Like, like they're probably like just yeah, the heaviest like local like native band. Uh, really, really like them. Um, yeah, definitely Graves of the Monuments. I feel like yeah, every, every they put out like really like clean like sounding like you know music music videos merch everything they put out is just like well done um and then i would say uh yeah definitely um mutilated tyrant and they're they're 
they're always cool um from ganado yeah those guys are pretty cool yeah, I yeah. Their, um, their little documentary they had that was pretty cool oh yeah the revolver yeah that one that they i, I feel like of all the native um bands like i think i feel like they're they've got the most like exposure just from that revolver mini documentary um i know they're gonna play in gallup tomorrow i'm gonna really try to like talk to them or record an interview with them but yeah um yeah those are definitely probably some of the, my one of the, the ones that stick out uh, I, i'm blanking on more um but yeah those are those are some of the ones i, I enjoy yeah um, and i'm gonna add another one real quick uh warpath um, oh yeah warpath yeah guys play heavy man sick um dang i know i'm, I'm like drawing a blank uh, <laughs> on the spot i know um probably um i feel like there's some bands around the phoenix area i feel like it's mostly phoenix and albuquerque that have the most bands and then uh everywhere else in between um um i mean there's some from like canada too that i I've I've only like seen online. I've never like seen them in person. Um, definitely Black Braid. I think Black Braid. Uh, it's still somewhat new. Um, and probably I, I don't know. Uh, pretty much anyone I've spoken to on this podcast. So yeah, they're they're all they're all really cool, and they've all like been like like you know nice and um well we're you know i always get kind of like embarrassed like asking them but you know a lot of them are always um really cool um oh definitely um um under exile too like they they were probably they're the ones they reached out to me and uh it was really cool it was the first time i ever talked to like a whole band like it was on a zoom inter zoom interview but uh it was really cool and then um now i'm trying to do more like in person too because I, I have like microphones and stuff i can like take to the show if the venue will let me um so i'm trying to do that too um but yeah definitely those bands um but as far as like continuing to do this i i really want to talk to like testament or um like lamb of god or i i guess probably my dream would be to talk to gojira they're probably like favorite band and uh, I feel like they kind of have like uh, recognition for indigenous people too. So I kind of feel like I, if I can keep doing this long enough, maybe they'll they'll um, take notice and maybe I can talk to some of those bigger bands. Yeah, I feel like you can totally do it. Like um, keep do keep doing what you're doing because like I only see like like from the time I started following you to like now, I only see you keep growing. You know, you're going to different bands. Um, like even me, like I didn't even know, um, like there was a, a res metal podcaster, you know, and so um, just like I'm really grateful for what you're doing too because that allows like other um, metal heads, you know, who are native who want to support other native metal heads, um, find a direction on where to go, and um, I feel like there's a big like possibility for you to do like all these interviews with different bands because there's not a lot of um people who you know want to do that sit down interview with those bands anymore you, you know i look up different interviews and they're all like you know like articles 
um there's not a lot of like um like video recordings or people who just sit down and talk anymore you know if there is it's like filmed a couple couple years ago oh yeah thank you yeah i want yeah that was another reason too i wanted to start talking to bands is because i i noticed some bands like they're not around anymore and if i wanted to i wanted to like yeah talk to them and then just yeah have that um documented for whoever to listen to um whether it's a fan or i don't know someone who's just generally interested in this stuff but um yeah i'm gonna keep keep trying um just gonna keep it up it's uh i i definitely enjoy it it's um i i get a lot of uh i guess i get a lot of like excitement from it it's just something to look forward to and then you know, I get to like edit, you know, I edit the thing, I listen to it all over again. And then I try to like create or make like the little like Spotify thumbnail picture, like all that stuff. They're just it's kind of cool. Like, and then like getting the, hearing the response from people too is, 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 uh, something I like you, whether it's, you know, they want to suggest something or they like have some kind of like constructive criticism too. I'm, I'm open to that too. Um, but yeah, it definitely just keeps me busy out here. There's not a lot going on. So yeah, yeah. Thanks for, thanks for the uh, encouragement. Yeah, no problem. Have you heard of um, a YouTube channel called uh, Bangers TV? Oh yeah, yeah. Is it the, um, they do like reviews and interviews and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, sometimes like at the end of their reviews, they like give shout outs to like, um, like lesser known metal bands and um i don't know um it's a possible like uh like i don't know their their format or anything but you know that's another uh people trying to do well i guess not exactly the same thing but similar you know oh yeah no i'm totally ripping off other podcasts because i listen to a lot of like metal podcasts like uh, I'm basically doing what they're doing, but like with this like part of the scene, like with like native metal bands. Um, I don't think you're yeah. ripping them off. I think you're expanding it. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, for sure. If I can find a way to incorporate what they're doing, and um, yeah, I, I can for sure try to try to do that. Um, give give shout outs to different people at the end if they um, want to like message me or yeah just reach out to me i'll for sure like shout out their band um but yeah uh that's those are pretty much all my questions uh jacqueline thanks for talking with me again um, yeah thank you for having me